The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, it's glorious. The weather's too good. It's going to be 80 degrees now Friday. They're saying 80, which means it's going to be the, the, the perfect place to be while everybody's here. That sunset that's happening behind Brett's head looks like a painting right now. Sunrise, I'm sorry. That's beautiful. Move your ugly mug out of the way. All right, Jesus. that for hours. Yeah, we are in paradise right now, and the sunrise is going to be perfect, and people are arriving. Welcome, knobs. Don't stay too long. We don't want you. Enjoy our time, enjoy our restaurants, drop off your money, and get the hell out of here. By the way, there's 13 hookers downtown that are loving every minute of this one. They'll give you a deal. Their appointment books filled up last night. Oh, I bet. That was great advertising for them. It was a smart marketing move in this week. Very smart to get your face on TV and go, hey, there's that hooker from the news. I'm going to nail that one. The redhead with the big can. (laughs) Um just doesn't mean all this is going on and stuff doesn't mean we should stop paying attention to the local sports angles right now. And uh, you heard it here first. Mark my words. My little handy dandy notebook, my my insider. I'm telling you right now, the Cardinals organization is in pure turmoil and no one knows it yet. After the Super Bowl, it'll probably pop. Brian Flores, who was the head coach of the Dolphins two years ago and did a really good job with a team that was a mess. Started one and seven, ended up nine and seven. Um, I think, or nine and yeah, they were like nine and seven or something like that. They were close. He ended up winning a ton of games at the end of the year. He gets canned, uh, and the Steelers picked him up after this debacle with the Giants that he had. And he was a, a quality control officer for the offense, and he had this weird little title just to be just to be in the building. He's a good influence, and everybody loved him. Uh, had an opportunity for the second time to interview for the head coaching job of the Arizona Cardinals, and uh, said, "I'm not even interested in talking to you." And took a job as a defensive coordinator, I think, with the Redskins. I mean, our words. Gee, sorry, everybody. So Brian Flores doesn't want the job. Sean Payton didn't want the job. The Cardinals have this Sean Coogler, Steve Kime thing hanging over their heads that no one knows yet. And then if they manage to bury it with money, kudos to them. But right now, it does not look good. And uh, when, when uh, the, to me, that screams that the word is out in the NFL circles. Hey, that Cardinals job is about to be a huge problem. Uh, they're they're going to go through some stuff. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Bidwells are on the chopping block because Michael is going to, he's trying to protect Steve Kime, who is the guilty party in this whole mess that happened back in November with the sexual assault in Mexico. 
that Kugler says wasn't him. And uh, if guys like Brian Flores are not taking head coaching positions in wide open teams and taking coordinator positions instead, Eric Bieniemy of the Chiefs basically said, ah, if I do take another job, it'll be as a coordinator. Now, maybe he's not qualified enough to do it. Byron Leftwich, who fell out of favor as like the, the you know, he had this big shining light on him a couple years ago as the next head coach in the NFL, uh, not interested. A lot of people have kind of said, no, thank you. The guy for the Bengals is going to interview. The defensive coordinator for the Bengals might show up here. Somebody will take the job, but it's like eighth guy on the list. And when people aren't taking a head coaching position in the NFL and laterally moving to a defensive coordinator spot, something's going on. It's bad. And I think the Cardinals I mean, don't are you a think mess. Even with Cliff, back in the day, it wasn't like coaches were jumping at that opportunity. I think that the was... The marquee coaches? Well, that was his, I've touched Patrick Mahomes. There was, a, there was a buzz about Cliff Kingsbury's air raid offense that was kind of like, hey, he's the next... He had the beard, just like Sean McVay. He had uh, this, this crazy offense in college. Uh, he had coached Patrick Mahomes. Never won with him, but coached with Patrick Mahomes. And then, uh, you know, you kind of wanted that style of coaching. They, they were trying to be clever more than they were Good diligent. looking. They, well, they, yeah, they wanted to be the, the new hip team that was doing the right thing and plucking someone out of college and finding the next You're great right. superstar. Works for the Rams. Let's right. do this. There were a couple of young, you know, I mean, the, to a certain degree, the Browns had uh, Stefanski, and that was kind of the young, hip, cool ideas coach. And Kingsbury fit the mold on that as a coordinator, but never as a head coach. They took a chance. They swung. They swung and missed badly. And that was mainly because Steve Kime was one of the worst general managers in the history of the NFL. Period. Zero. There ends. That's it. And so he made bad. He made bad decisions. Steve Wilkes will tell you he made bad decisions. Josh Rosen will tell you he made bad decisions. And somehow or another he kept his job. Uh, so this whole thing is a mess. It's much more than people know. And uh, unless the Cardinals pay their way out of it, I think it's gonna. I think it can start to dismantle what you know as the franchise. It's creepy. But the fact Brian Flores, who wanted a job badly, was like, no thank twice. The Cardinals like, come on. Come on down. Because he knew they were going to offer him the job, and he took a coordinator's job. Cardinals are in trouble. Something bad is happening down there. Something stinks in Arizona Cardinalville in a huge way. And the rest of the NFL evidently knows about it. Because nobody wants this job. Who in the world wouldn't want to live here? And, and you're starting from ground zero. Get a shot. You don't want to work for the Bidwells? You don't want yeah. to do any of this? Something's going on. Uh, also, uh, today, uh, a great news. for I'm wearing my shirt in honor today, Brady. Uh, Phoenix Suns' new owner will be approved and announced today, Matt Ishbia, who I'm so excited about. I did uh, see that Suns president Jason Rowley stepped down yesterday, and I've met him a couple times. He's a good dude and just kind of mixed up in the uh, garbage of the Sarver era. But he stepped down, and probably because Ishby is like, I got my own guy. I don't want to fire you. Walk away. And he stepped away and probably got a nice paycheck to do it. And But Ishby gets announced today. Suns are in Brooklyn tonight. If all things fall the right way, because now Ishby can make the move. Sarver's been blocking trades. There's no question in my mind Sarver's been scorching the earth on his way out. It's official today. Would you, if you're Matt Ishby, day one, sell the farm and get Kevin Durant? While you're in Brooklyn, you can get him on the plane tonight. After the game, this is the ninth change your the uniform. Final day. Change that uniform. I'm I'm with you. It's it's uh, huge. What would you ask? Is the ninth the final day? Is uh, that, it's, it's Thursday? Be I think Thursday. Yes, yeah, so the, it's the ninth. Yeah, Thursday is the trade deadline. But think if you're Matt Ishbia, new owner of the Suns, you come in, 
You're going to have to give up Aiton, probably Chris Paul. Probably. Not necessarily, but probably. Crowder? Uh, Crowder. He ain't playing anyway. They're throwing Crowder in, and the Nets would be like, that's a zero sum. There's nothing there. Okay. You're giving up either Mikel Bridges or Cam Johnson. Probably Mikel Bridges. That's a lot. But what you're getting in return is the top Paul three, Booker, one of the top Durant. three, top three basketball players in all of the of the world, and you don't have that right now. Chris Paul How do you think a, him and Booker would do together? That's the big question. Yeah. Is because now if you get rid of Chris Paul and everybody's well, he's 38 years old. You're gonna have to, you're gonna lose him at the end of the year anyway. The, the way this team is built right now, they're not winning anything. Stephen A. Smith said it yesterday. This team's got no chance. As it's currently built right now, it will not win a title. And he's not wrong. Do you throw Paul in the mix? Oh, Paul's in the mix. Paul is the only way this works. Yeah. He's gone. But if it doesn't work, Matt Ishbia's first move on his first day would be to ruin a team that went to the championship a couple years ago. I agree, though. They're not going there this year. They're with, not. With their lineup. Yeah. This is, I watch them every day. Every day they're on. I, and I'm watching this team. And they, the reason they're not what they should be this year is because they were all in on the Kevin Durant sweepstakes in the summer and lost. So they didn't go out and get anybody else. So they, they just kind of piecemealed the team back together with, you know, the Aiton deal they didn't want. Uh, Chris Paul's 38. His money expires next year. I think it's, I think it's something you do. I, I love that Matt Ishbia owns this team. I absolutely love it. The dude, 42 years old, will be the youngest owner in basketball. Uh, I absolutely love that this guy's here. I think he's he's just one of those people that that finds ways to, whether it's crooked or otherwise, he finds ways to win. You think he's like the uh, the Steve Cohen with the Mets? Like, let's just go all in and just. I don't do know what if we he's going to gonna spend. Like, I think he's smarter than that. The dude with the Mets is like, I'm going to buy a title yeah. and I'm going to pay every penny I've got for this. I don't know because he's so loaded, it doesn't hurt him. Ishby has got dough, but I think he's smarter than that. Booker comes back. I think one more game with and Aiton had some weird tweet yesterday where he was walking away. You're like, what does this mean? Like, it, I think it happens. I think tonight's the night it happens, and I think you're gonna you're gonna see some fan favorites. I thought they'd roll it out. Yeah, maybe today. Uh, well, they're in Brooklyn. This is when trades happen on trade deadlines when the teams are together, and you know the Suns players can just stay right there, and uh, Durant and whatever you know throw in that they got for money balance will come with. But what, the, the Suns will give up four or five draft picks because they own five of their – they control five first-round picks, which is huge, and you can't do that. And they'll give up Aiton. I'd hate to see Bridges go, but I think Bridges, Paul Crowder, probably Sarich, or – it'll be a 10-for-1, which is ridiculous. But then Kevin Durant comes here, and all of a sudden there's a title contender who can keep up with uh, Joker – which can bang around with the the new Dallas Mavericks and Kyrie and Luca, and you got you got a stone cold killer and Booker's back, who is also kind of a low tier MVP candidate. Not he's not in the upper echelon of that, but he could be. This is a good move, but Matt Ishbia will be announced as, officially as the Suns owner later today, and I think that's awesome. I think that is awesome. But there's a lot of pressure on that new owner. Your first day to look over and go, well, my first move is going to be to tear very beloved players from this team and move them. But I go back to what the great Cotton Fitzsimmons used to say, and he told Charles Barkley the day he signed Charles Barkley, walked him around the brand new America West Arena. The first thing he said to Charles Barkley was, you had absolutely nothing to do with this arena being built. Nothing. And Charles laughed. And then he looked up at the rafters. He goes, I want to see your name on there someday. 
I also want to trade you something. I want to trade every player on this roster at least once. And he's like, because that means we're moving. Things are still going. And then he laughed, and he did. Cotton ended up getting rid of almost all of them. When the Colangelo's moved people. It didn't work, but got him to a, a finals. Moved a lot. People forget. It's the same exact timeline when the Suns were in the finals in 93. Charles was gone in 95. That was it. Two years. That's what you get. And then the window closed. Suns window closed. It's not. This is not a championship team at all. Kevin Durant on the floor with Devin Booker. Got to do it in the next two years. Cam, you got to do it now. Like this is the year, and then next year you free agent your way. But I don't know if you're going to have anything left. I don't know who's going to be on the team. Is that the rumor though? I mean, is Durant a solid rumor? Is it just a, a, a pipe dream? It's a big. It's somewhat both. Okay. It's a very solid rumor and a pipe dream. The dangerous thing is, is that Matt Ishbia was talking to Steve Nash all last week. And the reason Steve Nash isn't the coach of the Nets anymore is because Kevin Durant didn't want him there. So if Steve Nash is something having to do with, like, here's the things you got to look out for, Ishbia might have just been testing the waters, like, what do I need to know about these guys? And it might have been about Kyrie at the time. It's a great move. The Suns could possibly be. They're the, number, they're the front runners along with uh, um, Toronto. The Raptors also want Durant. Especially with the Mavs picking up Kyrie. Oh, you got to do something oh, now or you're Immediately. Screwed. Yeah. Yeah. So all the Super Bowl and, and golf talk all week, and then you, meanwhile you got the Cardinals imploding, quietly eroding from the center out. And uh, the Suns over here with brand new ownership and that whole nightmare behind them. I'm very excited about it. Could be a great, could be a great day. I, for one, oh, but again, keep in mind that I was really wrong about that. But so were all of us when it was the Aiton-Luca draft. And I screamed out, please, 19-year-old white European kid, 7-foot black guy, you got to pick one? This is easy. All of us were wrong. And a few people emailed and said, oh, that Luca kid. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to hear it. If you're at school and everybody's lined up against the wall and you're like, Holmberg's a captain and Brett's a captain. Holmberg, you got first choice. And there's a 7-foot black guy standing against that wall. I choose DeAndre uh, every single time. I'd do it again today. It just seems like that would be the proper thing to do. I was really wrong. I chose Todd Merrill in a basketball game once. Six foot four inch, 250 pound black guy. I took him with me to my weekly college basketball College athlete. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. ASU college athlete. Told me all that I was athletic. I did this. I, I uh, was great. Like, that's incredible. You want to play basketball with us? We play every Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah, I'll come with you. Todd came down, and I watched him dribble with both hands, and I'm like, Todd, hilarious. So funny. And then he shot, like, this shot-put shot practicing, and I'm like, Todd, you're taking it too far. Anyway, time to pick teams. I'll take Todd, please. Todd was like if a magic person brought a teddy bear to life and threw a ball at it. And his stupid hands didn't work, and his legs didn't work. He's the least athletic black man on a basketball court I have ever seen. Ever. A guy could have gotten up out of a wheelchair for the first time after some sort of hallelujah miracle and beat Todd one-on-one that day. He was the worst basketball player I've ever seen. Occasionally, my bigotry is wrong. But I will judge that book by its cover every time. The tallest black guy available to you is the guy you pick in basketball. Sorry. Do it. Sometimes you'll miss. 
But now I'm looking at the, you know the Kevin Durant thing. You got to get rid of Aiton. You got to get rid of all these guys just to kind of counter the Luca thing. Aiton's gone. Got to be. Well, the Nets didn't want him back in the summer. That's what held up the trade. The Suns were like Aiton was the crown jewel of the deal. Now like, we want Booker. I'm like, oh no 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 no. The only guy on that team you're not trading is Devin Booker. That's it. He's the only one who's off limits. So Crowder at this point is just a throw-in. Crowder didn't do himself any favors sitting out, and he hasn't played, so nobody knows what he's going to bring you. He's on the nets. I don't know what to expect with that team. I have no idea. But he would definitely fit in. He's a good player. Just that whole thing with the Suns got weird. How long's KD signed for? He's got a couple years to go. Oh, okay. Expensive, though. It's going to cost you 11 guys. Your your whole roster goes for him. It's crazy, but I'm excited about it. We'll see. But will he do it? Will that be his first move? Because if it backfires, his first move is legendary. It's a huge boner for his entire, you know, brand new ownership. If Kevin Durant comes here. And the worst thing that could happen is you give all this up and Kevin Durant tweaks his ankle. And the next thing you know, you're you're down to Bismarck Biombo and Dario Saric down there and you're done. Tank. But again, you know, you make that deal, and if it doesn't work... Oh, you're, 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 you're toast. Well... You look like an idiot. Yeah, but, but it's not going anywhere. either, yeah. yeah. I mean, unless you create a toxic work environment, that's the only way you, yeah. you're done. I don't think Ishby is going to pants anybody like no. Sarver used to. We'll see. But you got to start somewhere, right? It's, it's Shake things up. you got to show up and say this is all different. And the new, you know, the president, the Jason Rowley, who everybody liked, he's gone, so... Uh, this guy says, with every candidate that passes this Cardinals job, I believe that theory you have more and more. Bidwell has given the impression over the years he's willing to do anything to help his buddies. Wouldn't surprise me that this is a big cover-up with the Kime Kugler situation, and he is scrambling. What an S show. Two weeks to go, I bet you we hear about it. I think that's exactly right. And then we're helping lives. Watching those Grammys the other night, and Lizzo is all about, you know, everybody's saying it. I said, John, I used your logic. My wife and daughter kept saying the phrase, Lizzo is so fire. She's so beautiful while watching the Grammys. I listened to it until I couldn't listen anymore. So I used your logic. Waited for my daughter to get up and I'm like, you know what? She is beautiful. And when she got back down to the couch, I said, you look a little bit like her. You remind me of Lizzo. (laughs) And I looked at my wife and I said, you're as gorgeous as Lizzo also. They both freaked out. I walked out on the mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) I have spoken, James. That's right. Every time your wife tries that nonsense, it's a test for you. Caitlyn Jenner's gorgeous. Oh, you know what? I've always, I'm glad you said that because I've always wanted to tell you how much I think you look like her. And then watch how gorgeous she actually thinks Caitlyn Jenner is. Lizzo is beautiful. You know, I'm so happy you said that because you look just like her. I hate you. What are you saying? They get furious. It's a test for you. No woman wants to look like Lizzo. Except for the ones who already do. Yeah. They're happy because they're like, oh, good, I don't have to try. Somebody famous is fat and everybody likes it. And then Harry Styles is in trouble. And I didn't even catch this. When he gave his speech uh, at his acceptance for the Grammy for uh, Album of the Year, he said, this doesn't happen to people like me. This is great. Which I took as a moment of humility. Twitter took it as uh, a white guy not recognizing his privilege. And he said, oh. oh, that's all that happens to guys like you're a white pop star. It's it's a show built for you. And meanwhile, Beyonce is the most awarded woman in, in all of the Grammy history. A- awarded performer. But somehow or another, Harry Styles can't have a, hum- uh, a humble moment of saying, I, 
I come from nothing. From I England. can't believe this is happening to me. Uh, it doesn't happen to guys like me. And he just, that's because he thinks of himself as just a Joe Schmo. I thought it was a nice moment. Nope, you can't have those anymore. You can't have a humble moment because people will just take it as you rubbing in the face. Well, it's just I'm white and everything good happens to me because of it. <laughs> Terrible. They were just horrible to him on Twitter. Can't somebody have a, a moment like that? I feel that way about this job. Yeah, this is great. I can't believe this happened. You know, 22 years on the radio. It's like, it's not because I'm white. I mean, that's why I got hired, but it's not because I'm white. <laughs> I, had to, I had to do it for 22 years. I mean, Harry might have gotten a foot in the door because he's a handsome white guy. I'll never know what that's like, and I'm not blaming Harry for being too good looking for people not to go, give this kid a job. And he spun off of 1D. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. He spun off of several Ds, probably, but yeah. the band you're talking about is one dimension. But then he popped in, and he actually he actually made an album that people love. He had to do the work, so maybe he did get his foot in the door because he's great looking. That seems to be uh, a catalyst for a lot of job getting. On his way to an EGOT, and yeah, he's maybe got, he's, he's got, got the a Oscars, good potential. Yeah. Look. I've always known the entertainment field to be something that uh, they, they look for pleasantly uh, aesthetic human beings. Like people who look good are the first ones who go, we can make something out of this one. And then Lizzo shows up. And then up. Lizzo shows up and smashes up the party like a Chinese balloon. <laughs> thanks for not laughing. That's basically what she says in every acceptance. Which, thanks for not laughing. Keep it positive. <laughs> yeah, she's just gigantic and... Tell your yeah when they when they start saying that kind of stuff just like this guy did. Look at your wife and go. I'm so happy you said that because I didn't want to say it to you. I didn't know how you'd take it, but every time you get up, I see you walk away. I think of Lizzo. You look just like her. You're built like her. You, you're beautiful like Lizzo. She will be furious, and suddenly her woke world will end. Okay. Her woke world will end. You remind me so much of Lizzo. Valentine's Day coming up. Try that. Raise a glass of wine and just go, so glad that you are clearly emulating Lizzo's lifestyle tonight with this body and these outfits. You so look brave. beautiful. You're so brave. You're so brave. <laughs> I can't wait to peel off all of this. What is it? You look like a, look like a big Jiffy Pop just finished. <laughs> Your giant tinfoil, what are you, the space station? This beautiful dress. Yeah, try it tonight. And uh, it'll work. Then your wife will shut up about giant people and ugly people being attractive. Poor guy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, Brady, you said you nearly killed your family last night. Coming, You had to drive to Globe for another girl's Not nearly kill. That's how you said in, in danger. That's nearly killing. <laughs> danger it's a near life. miss. You, it was a near miss. That was just a hit. The... Uh, you said initially, I believe, Brett, you can back me up yes. on this, uh, almost uh, took out the whole family last night and ended the entire family on the way home. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All the way to Globe. Watch some girls basketball. Hour and um, 
10 minutes to glow. Ugh. Boiling internally yeah. and not admitting it. The most dangerous thing a man in your position can do. High blood pressure, uh, rose-colored glasses. All those things, yeah, all yeah. those things are, are working a little bit. Eventually, this girl's basketball thing is going to kill Pop-Pop. Because uh, no. you're pushing down all of this rage and anger. I'm telling you, you're gonna, you're about to tell a story that proves my point. You, everything's fine. I watched you on the golf course last last week. Lose your mind, and I blame girls basketball for that. I've never seen this you before, and it's all this driving around to watch girls beat up Indians. It's terrible. <laughs> you need to take a day off. Tell us your story. Prove my point. Sorry. <laughs> Added to the lovely globe. What you know? That high school was built in 1933. Lovely. No, Amazing history, history yeah. John. Yeah. <laughs> you read the plaque outside. And uh, the keep one it on going. Nothing yeah. else so, to do. So uh-huh. the, the the Gilbert Christian Knights won the game. Hey, good for them. Fourteen to nine. Uh, Fifty-two to thirty-eight. Hey, they're putting up some points. I watched some boys high school basketball on ESPN because they tell it. What a show that was! Dunks everywhere. And I'm like, WNBA is awful. Times ten now. Go ahead, Brady. Well, this was an impressive start because yeah. uh, the Globe. Trotters. Uh, tigers. No. I think they're the Tigers. They yeah, blew it. Pretty they sure blew the it by not being the Globe Trotters. Anyway, um, right off the bat, they're just, the natives were making it rain threes. Yeah. Doing the dance. Great shots. I mean, right 12 to 2 right off the bat. Oh, they jumped them early. Yeah. And that was a nice little comeback. Good battle. So on the way home, we do stop. I'm like, do you want the full Globe experience? Kirby, let's, uh, we'll, we'll get a little dinner in Globe. Man, you it was actually a Miami. If you love food, so it's good. Little Mexican it's in the place. taste of those two, <laughs> it was yeah, because yeah, yep. you're where the go Walmart through is. pretty quick. The Walmart and the subway. Yeah, I went past the Walmart. Yeah. Anyway, we get done, so we're on the way home, and it's just before uh, we pass the Renaissance. Okay, you're in Gold Canyon. Gold Canyon, and you're still in that two lane. Well, I'm trying to get over. Right. Got to get home. Yeah. And uh, it's a classic example. The one guy will not let you in. Once you get to that spot, he guns it so you can't get over. Right. So we stop at one of the lights at uh, and go forward again. I get a shot there. And now he slows up even more because I get so You're going to slow him. down, too. I slow down. Right. I get behind him because he's in the lane. That's right. Maybe, and he slows down even more. And then the car before. So I oh, go around. And then there's enough gap over there, so boom. You gas it. Gas it. Get in front of Hit it. He gases it. Oh, now you're racing. Oh, yeah. And I'm trying to go over there, trying to inch over, inch over there. I shoot the gap. He basically has to swerve over to let me over. Nice. Gone. Rubbing and racing. Now here he goes. He's he's on me. Yeah. All right. 95. Oh, my God. Wow. You got intimidated into speeding? Danny, slow the car down a little bit. No way, Kerber Derbs. This mother is going to learn how to drive I'm today. like, man, this guy, uh, you know, he, maybe he got fired. Sure. Ter- terrible juggler oh. at the Renaissance Festival. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I hope he's listening. I hope you guys <laughs> get into another. I, I didn't think the uh, car could go, but uh, so then. Oh, it was a cruddy car. Yeah. You thought it was I a... pushed it. I thought I'd push it a little bit. See if, yeah. he, see if you can overheat his. Maybe he wouldn't kind of do this. Overheat his Yaris. But he was, uh, yeah, he was pushing it. So then I get off the exit, and he cuts over all the way to the to get off with get you. off with me. Oh, you're you're gonna get shot! Right. I, get, I get the green light at uh, Signal Butte, and that's where Dukes of Hazard got. 
got air over the. I just went back onto the freeway. Oh no, kidding! You jumped back on, but it was it was just the road <laughs> mounds. It's straight. You can go straight on. Sure, that, but you you're don't not really supposed see to. The, um, That's no, why there's can. a curb in the middle. There wasn't a curb. Well, what did you jump then? The road was uh, mounded. It wasn't curved. He hit it so fast. Well, that's that, what yeah. I'm saying. They he don't got, put those mounds in there for people going that's straight. That's for drainage on the water. <laughs> Isn't it? for, because they assume this. everybody knows not to gun it over the top of this. That's why there's a big bump in the middle so, of the street. <laughs> Bo and Luke and Kirby. <laughs> Caught a little air. Wow. And you, and you evaded the Yeah, the then he turned off. But he was, he was the whole time. Kill you. And, yeah. And now... You know, you're thinking that, oh, jeez. You could but, you know, everybody killed. Your remorse kicked in. That's I'm awesome. sorry, family. Oh, I don't know what I was doing. What could you have done differently? Uh, Could have been maybe a little more patient, but I don't think. Could have just slowed know, down, let that guy go. Or talking, either way. Well, no, it wouldn't have gone anywhere. He, he When you slowed down, he, like, he had it out for you from jump. Yeah. Okay. But we're talking Gold Canyon to Signal Butte. That's like. And miles. You guys were you guys were floating a fight for quite a, a while. Clip. It was a good clip. And keep in mind, Brady's got a gut full of Globe Mexican food. So this is not. He's about to shark out. He's in the pinching middle of that navigator. Oh, yeah. And it's pinching back. Nature's calling. Yeah. I want to get home. Yeah. Have you ever tried? Have you ever tried to hold you who in your nostrils? Because that's basically what Brady was doing. So you got out of it. No gunplay. No way. No, 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 no words. Going through my mind. Oh, you know, yeah. I'm like, you never know. I mean, this guy, sure. once he started going, I mean, I'm like, Kirby, this is, uh, you know, if it wasn't for your mother, I wouldn't be driving like this. You know, I was trying to blame it all on <laughs> right. her. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to get her shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, now you're saying Mommy's got a healthy insurance how... policy, and uh, I'm trying to <laughs> egg somebody on to, then I get a bunch of sympathy poon. If, well, anyway, it's a long story, but just strap them up. And got you, home, I'm like, that's how you get back from Globe, isn't it? Did you guys have a fun ride? Did the, uh, were you getting ear beaten the entire time in the car, too? Was, uh, a was little Ronnie bit. in on this? Well, she knew. Was she uh, doing a lot of hillbilly, get him, get him? Or was well, there Well, she's like, you know, she mentioned, she goes, you were um, tailgating on the, right. well, I'm just encouraging him to, if you're in this lane, you were riding past his ass. Yeah. You were riding his ass pretty good to let him know. Not the first time, second time. hit those two. brights? No, I never you didn't did click that. him. All right. No, All right, and maybe great. that's probably the uh, the etiquette to flash the brights. No, the just I didn't do that. No. I wasn't. Just if you're up a guy's ass and you're flashing brights, it's yeah. going to cause trouble. But the other people, you know, in the past, usually when you get up on someone, like if someone comes up on me mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm feel like I'm doing a good clip. Yeah, I get over, let them no, get by. Past you. right? If you're in that, if you're in the driving lane, yeah, you don't get you let people go by. Plenty of people don't do that. Let it be a lesson to all of you. Even Brady can be in a Donnybrook on the streets. And it ended- I would have loved to have had you had a Walmart moment like John did. Yeah. Oh, Those just bounce, the him, off the just bounce him off the, the front of the car. Bounce him off the front of his car. <laughs> that wasn't even the guy I was mad at. Hurry the F up! It was his wife that was yelling at me. <laughs> oh, that's right. And the guy got out and he grabbed my shoulders and I bounced him off the front of his car. It was great. Don't touch me. But, uh, yeah, it's very nice of you, Brady. Very well done. And you make it seem like the family sat quietly, but I have a feeling Ronnie was either yelling for Kirby this was to quietly. Continue. It was what? What are you doing? You know, uh, oh jeez, this down. guy's mad now. We're in the car. Will you stop, yeah. please? A lot of that going on. Do you care I'm about us of, at all, or you didn't hear any of it? No, she wasn't saying that. What was she saying? <laughs> 
you say no wife is going to sit there quiet. No, I'm not saying after. During the car chase. So the after. I guarantee you she was beating you up. No, I just said put your helmets on. <laughs> right. You got bruises We're on We're riding through the gates of hell. <laughs> she didn't want that one time go, you're acting like an asshole. Slow down. I didn't hear that. If she did say that. <laughs> and you didn't hear her saying, you're doing great, honey. So she didn't exist for no, the... No, she wasn't encouraging. No. Well, what was she saying? I don't recall. Anything. <laughs> you went Reagan on her. No, she's I just worried. Know. I don't remember. But you're going a little fast? I don't... Boy, this was... guy's still on you, and Kirby uh, did describe... He's got some ballistic vest on, or... Yeah, that's funny. Was, I'm like, what? Your memories are poorly written. Because there's okay. no way, Ronnie went, was saying like video game things. This guy sure is coming up fast. She was there. I want to know from Ronnie. Let's what just. Was um, well, she was. I'm focusing on the road right. and um, how to handle this rather than um, right. concerning myself and what they're saying. That's right. Never concern yourself with what the wife has to say. And <laughs> I got to keep them safe. And that's great advice to everybody. Right. Unless, no, unless, it's wow. someone, unless it's something they can throw safe. in. You were going 100 miles an hour in a chase. Fight. Now that I, I respect. Because Lisa does that too. And I'm like, listen, you're not helping the situation right now. Oh, unless God. you're helping the situation. I'm not going to. Dis- disagree that it's fun to road rage, but let's not say you were trying to keep them safe in your hundred mile an hour, ten mile romp. I, but I wasn't raging. Really? You're no, doing You're going hundred miles an hour. I'm like, wow, this guy's really worked up. Right. And I'm being, but Brady, you have to admit, you were also worked up, or you wouldn't have just gone, well, let him go because I'll go yeah. 55. And well, if he slows I got down around again. him. I thought he'd be gone. <laughs> right, because you were going a hundred, and you were in the battle with him. He's probably thinking, this, this guy's an asshole. He's losing his mind trying to get around me. And then the two of you were doing it. You weren't some innocent bystander. And it no, is, I it, wasn't innocent it is, it is great advice to say when you put your family in peril. Not to listen to them at all. It's time for you to focus and then try to convince yourself you're keeping them safe. I do it all the time. I rage constantly. There was a moment where all of a sudden I see um, uh, lights. There's a cop car yeah. off in the distance about two yeah. miles out. Like maybe someone I thought, oh, maybe someone called erratic driving because other people noticed that. That's you why I got off the road. Idiots. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what are you doing you there? Raging. So she said, "What are you doing? I'm getting off." You were raging. I'm gonna calm down. Yeah. You were raging. Dead. So much he so. Three school buses. You went deaf to I guarantee you a chorus of complaints coming out of that passenger. No, because I would open the door. <laughs> you, I guarantee door. you, you if there's a course of complaints. Completely deaf to all the rage that lives inside you from all these drives to reservations to watch girls basketball. And I don't blame you. John Brady doesn't carry a gun or no tactical black. Please give him a smack for the rest <laughs> right. of us. It's a dumb move. You were dumb. But I understand it. I do it a lot. I rage constantly on the road. I can't help myself. I'm a road rager. But the first key to knowing that, Brady, is the second you're over 90 with another guy, it's not his fault. It's embarrassing. Yeah, it's your fault. It's not embarrassing. It's it's human nature to be fired up. You've got two tons of moving metal you feel a little empowered by. Uh, you shouldn't, but you do. And then some guy's out there toying with you. And I got by him, and I thought, good day, sir. That's I'm right. going to roll. But bottom line is, you were raging. The second you go 90, it's no longer that guy's fault at all. Hilarious, but your fault 100%. And no longer are you keeping your family safe. You put them in peril. Hilarious. <laughs> That's yeah. embarrassing. What's embarrassing about it?
We've all done. Why are you embarrassed? Yeah. Don't be embarrassed. You enjoyed it. You're telling the story with because I feel heart. I feel I'm above that. You're not. But I'm not. You're not. You're clearly not. I watched it on the golf course last Thursday when you lost your mind like a child. <laughs> and then evidently it carried over to your driver. It's a fact. And who is this guy? I don't know. <laughs> anger problem. It's Brett, man. He's rubbing off. No, it's, I know what <laughs> it like, is. Bro. I know exactly what it is. <laughs> you drive me to four girls basketball games within a five-mile radius, and I'm going to start losing my cool every once in a while. If my free time's being absorbed by girls basketball... Uh, I, I don't love anything that much. Last game Thursday. You dry, I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> home game. <laughs> last four games, you've put in enough miles to do my road yeah, trip. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You're Toledo, oh, man. Oh. And we've all been waiting for him to lose it. And maybe that's what I'm saying. Oh, my God, I'm Toledo. Yeah, now. and that's enough to make a man drive off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe that was Toledo's dad and you were running from your own thoughts. <laughs> the two of you going 100. But, yeah, once you get over 90 on a two-lane road trying to pass another guy who's also going 90... He is no longer the problem you are. Yeah, that wasn't the two-laner. It opened up. It doesn't matter. You can make excuses all you want. The second you hit 90 with a guy going (laughs) 90 next to you, it's your fault. Yeah, because you hit the 60 like three or four miles before Signal Butte. Yeah. So you had plenty of time with the two lanes there, right? Um, No, it was right when it was separating. Probably about uh, a mile before it then opened up. It just doesn't feel like that long because you were going so fast. Right. It's but over you a were, you were going. You probably did four miles of dickhead driving before yeah, you got yeah, to wide right. open freeway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Good for you, brother. And you know what? Shut up, Ronnie. You guys are safe. Everything's fine. The kid knew what he was doing. And if it becomes a problem, you might want to start barking at it. But I guarantee you, Ronnie had no woman's going to sit in the passenger seat. I wouldn't have sat in the passenger seat and allowed that. You to start driving around like an asshole like that. I guarantee there's bruises on his arm. Oh, yeah. She was got knocking the hell out of him. Yep. Oh, there was no, like, my hero moment at the end of that. You were. She was proud of me. No, you were the family dickhead. <laughs> you don't even know the conversation that went on because when you got home, you ran right to the bathroom to get rid of that globe Mexican. <laughs> that had to be an awful, awful night. It's pretty good. Girls basketball, Globe Mexican, 100-mile-an-hour race with a hillbilly, and then just a turd festival for about 35 minutes on the can. <laughs> well, be careful. And let it be a lesson, everybody. Not everybody. Brady may think he's better than you, but he's not. We're all the same when it comes to that. Road rage is very real. and can't be explained. Endorphins and adrenaline and God knows what climbs into the most normal human being in the world and makes, makes you do things that are Mad Max-like. It's crazy. I tried to run over a guy in a moped once. I put a Nissan Armada within inches of a moped. Why? Because he rode by me as I was trying to turn. I was going into my neighborhood, and I was slowing down to make the turn, and my windows were down. He rode by and said something about the environment and being a gas guzzler. As he rode along with his milk crate of uh, stuff strapped to the back of a moped that went 30 miles an hour, and I turned the signal off, and I gunned it. I didn't like his tone. And I chased this guy all the way up 44th Street. Just about, I don't know, we got pretty close to PV Mall before I said, I'm going to kill him. And that Armada, because that moped only went like 38. Shouldn't have been on the road. And I was, I was, I, there, there, there was some dragon fire coming off that Nissan on, the, on that dude. <laughs> that radiator heat he could feel because it was on his ass. And I don't know what I was doing. I, all he had to do was hit a rock, and, and I would have run over a guy. 
like our videos that we see. Yeah. Uh, boom. But I don't, and then I, it just, I snap back. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're trying to kill a guy on a moped because he's a, a lefty cuck nut, nut job. <laughs> and and my, my mind went crazy for a second. We're all capable of it. Brady, I drive that stretch every day. You did see the signs of 50 miles an hour speed limit, right? <laughs> you doubled that. Nice job, killer. <laughs> Family be damned. We're hitting it. <laughs> nice work, Brady. And it doesn't mean, ladies, that we don't love you or take your safety seriously. We're just as in danger as you are. We're in the car about to die just like you, so, you know, unite. Help us out. Death wish Brady for the squares. Yeah. <laughs> Was Brady on flight 93? Let's roll. Let's roll. Did you yell anything? No. Not at all? Not no, even in the I was car? very, I mean, I'm like, geez, okay. Look at this sucker. He's <laughs> not going to let me over. I learned it from my dad, Dan, who never really had a lot of road rage, but he didn't like when people passed it. And I, I love the phrase, and I still say it every once in a while when a guy blazes up your, like right up behind you and you get out of his way and he goes, I say the old Dan Holmberg, go get him, buddy! And that's the one thing that keeps me grounded on that, because my dad let everyone pass him, and he would always say that. Look at this asshole. Go get him, buddy! He's driving like an asshole. He'd scoot over. My dad didn't drive slow, but he never got into that stuff. He's not above it, though, I think. Well, he did try. He did pull a gun on a guy once. I, just, I forgot about that. We were, oh, uh, really? driving to, uh, we were driving to Jerome, and we were up on that curvy, crazy road to Jerome, and some dude came blazing around one of the curves in the wrong lane. There's no jump off. You're either getting hit or he's making the adjustment and missing you. If we turn right, we're going to Sedona real fast. And uh, my dad just hits the brakes. Starts to turn the wheel. And my mom's like, no, no, no. I'm going to kill that mother. <laughs> I'm killing him. And he pulled over on the side of the road with his handgun in the air. And I'm like, oh, dad's serious. He's going to shoot a man today. We never caught him, thank God. I think my dad would have shot him. But he almost killed us. So, I mean, I can understand that adrenaline bump. But what are you going to do? Everybody keep it cool. And with all these out-of-town visitors rolling around doing... Four lane changes because they realized, oh, that's our exit. I watched it twice yesterday on the 51. Somebody went all the way from the HOV lane onto the Greenway exit. Tennessee plates. All the way across. Just stay home this next week. Don't don't go anywhere. Yeah, pretty much kind of keep her calm. Unless you have to leave. It's kind of like COVID. Unless you have to leave the house, I highly recommend during the week staying home. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? As a matter of fact, stay off the streets and uh, you know stay out of downtown. Hit the trails this weekend. There you go. Because the boys over at Action Ride Shop bringing you guys the wake up song. They got all the bikes you need. If you you know if you're just in town, you want to rent a bike, they're going to take care of you. You need to purchase a bike. You need all the accessories. You need the advice. You need your bike worked on. They're the place to go. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to go. On the list, uh, Hank Three, My Darkest Days, Corn Clutch, Parkway Drive, Shine Down, Slipknot, The Cult. In this moment, horror for our conversation that we were talking about earlier this morning. Uh, Porn star dancing kind of counts as whores. Yeah. You know, getting their way. But you can always be a porn star. Well, there's a lot of them. I have any hooker songs? Well, in this moment, horror. No, oh, other than that. All right, we'll go with that. In this moment, whore. That's All a right. good one. I like that. So, someone in the medical profession, I can tell you this road rage is adrenaline based. 
The reason we do it is because it actually feels good. Problem with Brady is he's going to want to chase that. That he's adrenaline. Get the next fix. <laughs> get that next fix. He's going to go out and junkie. take fights on the road. <laughs> he's going to throw some leather driving gloves on. If you see it, look out. That's probably true. I did have my uh, light gloves on that I got for my birthday. Did you wear those? Great driving gloves. For driving? Yeah, because it'll bounce right off the windshield and blind you. That's smart. Always have good to have internal light in the vehicle at night. That's good. Anyway, watch out for Brady. We'll give his license plate number out once he goes to the bathroom to keep it going. <laughs> so try to antagonize that nightmare. Yeah, it's no fun. It's not a good thing, but we've all done it. So don't feel bad about it, Brady, that you almost killed your family and some strange hillbilly who's probably just had a bad day. And if the strange hillbillies out there are listening, knock it off. You knock it off, too. The second you hit 90, remember our, our uh, old sales guy, HUD? That one guy cut him off, and he's like, oh, no, you don't. And then he cut that guy off and got off the exit on the 101. And the guy's next to him when they got to the 101, and he's waving a gun. And so Hud reaches into his glove, grabs his gun, waves it back. And now the two of them are waving guns going 85, 90 miles an hour on the 101. And then Hudson said, I got to get off this road. And the dude (laughs) right behind him said, now we're in neighborhoods. Now it's all sixty miles yeah. an hour, trying to wow. dot, trying to get away from him, thinking this guy is going to kill me. Waving guns at each other. Yeesh. I watched a guy adjust a gun on his uh, dashboard of a streetlight once. He ended up on the dash and pulled up at the light after he and some other dude were going back and forth. And then I watched him reach up and move his gun to the center of the oh. dashboard. And I'm like, oh my god! I just made a left. Got out. Of it. Road rage. Brady's against prostitution, but he's all for cutting hillbillies off and running away from them. I think that's great. Making jumps and everything. That's a good story. You taught Kirby an important lesson. Never let any mother question your manhood on the road. She I'm learned. Sorry. I learned. Anybody tried to pass you, you speed up. And then I learned from my daddy to say, fudge that guy, eat my rubber. God dang! <laughs> Golly day. <laughs> anyway, you got it ready, whore? All oh, right. I don't think I know this one. I think we played it for a minute. Have we? Back in the day, yeah. Maybe I do remember. In this moment, whore. I am falling uh, in a big way for falling in reverse. Yeah. Listen to it yesterday, the new songs, and we had it on at the, the Tactical Black, and Josh was listening, like, man, is that a cool song? It's very rappy. I don't know if it fits on the station. It's loaded. It reminds with like, me of Hollywood Undead. It's very Hollywood Undead, but it's like it's there's some energy to that song that's really cool. And Larry's kind of debating: can we throw it on there, or will everybody get mad that it's got such a heavy rap presence? But the rock part of it is so good. But it's a lot of rap. But I, if you're if you're curious about something new that'll get you driving like Brady, <laughs> Falling in Reverse is the song I would use. That's a great one. Road Rage. Uh, Craig Gass is going to probably be here. here. Oh, is he here already? I'll oh, yeah. go grab him and see how he had any fun and any sound last night from the uh, glorious media day. We'll see if he's got anything going. The Brady Report coming up also. Here's your wake-up song. It's whore. It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.